You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day. Stay at Whole Foods Market. Stop beating your gums and sound the attack. Oh, right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Uh, this is Lee and bringing you in with another classic piece of music which we love uh boys how are you mitch has great to be here hey lee hey listeners out there good day everyone i'm good thank you little how are you outstanding actually you know why skin on uh no please tell me happy merchandise day boys happy <laughs> merchandise day they are absolutely just released we're sitting here at uh, just after nine further after nine than has would like uh but merchandise is out and about and running off the shelves i must say yeah. Now, now you're not wearing one of our merchandise shirts, but this song actually goes with that shirt. I reckon it's quite colourful as a song <laughs> yeah, yeah. out there. Well, would you like to know what it is, Has? I do. I do. Uh, this is Scander by Blue Lemonade. Okay. Mm, so not the worst, actually. Yeah, right. I've been pretty happy with it in terms yeah. of a hype building song. Yeah, that's true. It's I feel like very... it's more meant for like a, a club than a podcast, but that's all right. Oh, is that not one and the same these days, Skinner? <laughs> now that we've got the merchandise, they're pretty much just. The next step, who yeah, knows right. what it is. We could be opening a nightclub when we're allowed to outside the house. This is where great <laughs> ideas come from. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that is how podcasts work. Um, great news. Uh, in all seriousness, though, merchandise is out now. Yep. Um, there is only limited stock available. Obviously, we're small fry. We didn't have a huge amount of money as a down payment. Um, we've got the <laughs> tightest of all time competition running at the same time. So, obviously, we went to buy a little bit more. Has stopped us. Um, <laughs> so, Not true. Not true so, this time. So, uh, we would recommend that, um, you know, by the time you hear this, it's probably going to be all gone. Uh, so, get in before then, <laughs> I would suggest. Um, what else have we got here, guys? What else do we need to do? It's an exciting episode, I would suggest. It is episode number 43. Uh, we have got plenty of tote nominations. They've been coming in thick and fast, and we're going to sort of play a few of those. Uh, we've also got a first experiment with playing some audio that was recorded outside of the studio. Uh, so that should be an interesting little concept. Um, but to kick us off, I think, has you've actually prepared some material, which always makes me nervous because you're an intelligent guy and you spend a lot of time. Uh, so I feel like it could stitch me up quite a bit. You're right. Obviously, we would never do that, though. We cannot get started in this particular podcast or show without people knowing how do we do it. Um, and what I mean by how do we do it is how do they get the energy to still be there at 9.23 p.m. <laughs> on a Monday and just still spitting such absolute genius sentences I was going to say dross, yeah, but I feel like that didn't talk myself up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, and the reason 
that we can do that is obviously due to Alchemy Cordials Australia. Uh, so just stay aware of our show notes and you'll see a link to them. Indeed, great idea. Thank you. Now, uh, it's uh, yeah, I thought I came across a few articles where some, some sites had done quiz, quizzed a lot of people out there, thought seeing what their thoughts were on, on certain topics relating to sport, of course. And uh, the first one I wanted to bring to your attention and ask you guys to see if your thoughts are the same as these people. You haven't seen the, their answers, so I'm going to no. ask you guys what your answers would be. You've actually done so well to keep this secret considering we have one document usually that we work from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very good. I've read uh, the show notes and don't know what's happening. This one's a little bit related to a previous episode. I think it was our last standard episode and um, we were talking about sports. Were they sports? Were they not sports because they're boring or whatnot? And this one is the list of the top 30 most boring sports in the world. Most boring sports, okay. So I probably yeah. gave it away there that some sports that some people might not count as sport and some people do. And that's a be. debate that's going to keep raging, isn't it? Yeah, on this so there's not too many that are off the cards in this list. Um, it's cards on the list. Maybe some card games in there. Okay, uh, but what, what do you guys reckon? What are the top, oh, well, you can say put together your top five or... So we're going most boring yeah, sports. Yeah, most boring Oh, most boring sports, okay. Mm. Well, yeah. um, if we go more like recreational, I would say that people would actually put cricket in it. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> in true. The top five. I think a lot of people would. Yeah, well, cricket uh, comes in at number two. It, it so does, okay. Uh, yeah. What's more boring it. than cricket? Yeah. Golf. Yeah. like croquet. Oh, yeah, fair. What did you say, Lee? I said golf. Yeah, well, golf is number one. Golf, golf number is number one. Golf, cricket. Uh, croquet... I don't think it's in the top 30 there. So uh, well, that's good. Just, that's yeah. good. Good knowledge by you. I've got it's boring. Maybe okay. just too niche. Yeah, I've got the top one and two and you have <laughs> top 30. Uh, <laughs> sure. We've still got three, four and five. Do you want me to give them to you or do you want to... No, no, no. no. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. I reckon... Oh, this is maybe rogue though. I think swimming is boring as heck. I think surely that's not in the top anywhere, is it? I agree. Top. I agree with you, but no. people froth. Not even in no, the top thirty. It's not in the top thirty. Especially we're there's well Australian diving people. diving rounds out at number thirty. Diving sort of like a swimming based thing. Obviously, I don't know. They dive How is water. Diving more boring than swimming. At least they do like cool triple somersaults yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's over like, a bit quicker, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, no, I'm a bit rattled here. Has I've had a massive mind blank after the probably stimulation of getting the first one and two, and then skin <laughs> failing miserably. Yeah, that yeah, was I'm a struggling. huge victory for this side of the. Fence. I might uh, no. I'll have I'll have one last crack and go badminton. But even then, I feel like that's that's not a boring. I sport love watching really, badminton. Yeah. yeah. What is no, chess coming? He said that there were sports that don't count as sports. So is chess in there? Chess is four. There's yeah, no badminton. No. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. okay. Well, what other sports Shut do we have to bet? Like table tennis. You're going pretty well. But table tennis um, is exciting. Oh, that's not a boring. I'm not saying it's table tennis principle. isn't in there. But people have tennis as number nineteen. That's a bit stiff on tennis. I would have thought. We'll probably get into that debate later as well. Yeah. So we got. Number three is bridge. What is uh, that? The frick is bridge. I think it's like a card game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure it's a card game. And then number five is snooker. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So, I can yeah. cop that. That's that's actually a very good list. I'd, yeah. I don't have I've too many debates there, but that is a good list in hot. I've never heard of bridge, that. so yeah. I would have struggled with that one. But apart from that, I can. Yeah, there's some interesting ones in there. Super bike racing at 27. I don't think it's too boring watching Sorry? super bikes. Super bikes. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't boring? enjoy it, but they're they're high action. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Um, but yeah, interesting list. Um, the next one I've got is the uh, the sports with the most injuries worldwide. Now, we've got total number of injuries or you've yeah. got percentages and different age brackets we can go through. But, you know, obviously the most injuries are going to be pretty popular sports. Yeah, otherwise. What so what do you reckon that the top top three, top one if you want, but 
sports for injuries is worldwide. Well, I'm thinking, Lethal, since you've dominated, let me have a crack at this one. Okay. I might embarrass myself again, but I'll try. <laughs> um, I'm thinking most popular sport would have to be football, like soccer. And I'm thinking that's if you're playing soccer, you've got to be pretty prone to injury. I've seen a lot of snapped legs and not very nice things happen in there. So that's my first guess. How's it ever gone? Mm, that's uh, number three. Yeah, I'll take so, that. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, Because so this is worldwide, isn't it? Because I know like how's you as a physio, you've – I think you've mentioned a few times that netball is horrific for knee injuries and stuff, but I can't see it being in the top three. Maybe can in I? Terms of no, netball's not actually no. in the top ten or even. Yeah, okay. But there's a similar yeah. one. There's well, a similar. I'll give you the hint that the number one is similar to netball. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah, basketball is, is really? number one, and I guess there is a lot of high yeah. speed change of direction stuff there. Yeah. So I've seen one so, horrific so. injury in basketball actually at school, like. Just yuck, knee yeah. damage. Oh. So and basketball yeah. is massive okay. in Asia and, and those sort of countries as yeah, well. So yeah. that makes sense to me. I and mean, there's some more recreational like sports in there that aren't you know because people do recreation as their sport or exercise instead of. Can't um, imagine skydiving would be great if <laughs> something goes wrong. It yeah, leads right. to a few injuries. Yeah, but I think things would go wrong pretty rarely. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You would like good to hope. hope. Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't hear too much about what went wrong. For yeah, yeah, so number two they've got is uh, bicycle riding. So <laughs> they actually say bicycle. It says bicycle riding. <laughs> so that makes it sound like such a fancy yeah, sport. I guess people hurt themselves a lot riding their bike around, and that's their okay. exercise or sport. I would just um, say it like cycling. Cycling. I'd call it like mountain bike riding or something. They probably put them together. If you're so riding on flat ground, surely you're not injuring yourself. If you get hit by a car, it can't be great for you. That would do it. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of cars. Okay. I don't, I don't know if count they count like back injuries from bending over the whole time or no, whatever yeah. it might be. But Poor posture counts as an injury maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what leads from that? Uh, but anyway, let's go to some categories. What's the highest injury percentage uh, sports for those 65 years and older? So what sports do they get injured in the most? I'm going to say... Sharks. We've got the top three here. 65 and over. What sports are they playing that they're getting injured in? I think it'll be more muscle related. So like lawn bowls. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> or golf. Yeah. Golf, yeah, golf is yeah. number one. Yeah, okay. Um, I've actually got an interesting point on lawn bowls. I'll read it later. It's not in that top three, but ah, yeah. damn. Okay. What else do... Oh, old people, what are they Maybe croquet. Go <laughs> <Girl> with croquet. That's <laughs> <laughs> on no list. Tennis, um, bridge. Tennis? Yes, tennis, you're right. Oh, tennis yeah. is number two. And oh, interesting, you won't get number three. Number three is fishing. What? <laughs> yeah. They get bitten by a fish. Well, I don't know what they do, but they get hooked, <laughs> they get, they hook themselves or they throw their shoulder out trying to cast a line. I'm not no sure. But, um, and fishing. Let's, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. The highest injury percentage for those five years and younger. What sports are they playing that's injuring them? Gymnastics. Well, the similar one. Number one is trampolining. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but probably more that's like a backyard trampoline. I'm sure the proper gymnastics. What, yeah, what do you play doing? when they're five years and younger? Equestrian. <laughs> what? Surely what? not. He's not it, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty rugged. What was I playing at five? I would, would have been playing soccer, soccer. football. Well, no, well, probably a hazardous one that isn't hazardous for most people, but is for five years and under is swimming. So swimming, oh, swimming, yeah, that's pretty swimming fair. is yeah, that's there. I wouldn't have counted that as an injury, <laughs> like, well, like water on the lung. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And the um, and the third one is what I said before as well: bike riding. Um, at trying to trying to learn to the ride. training wheels yeah, on you yeah. idiots. Um, and then which sports have the highest percentage of concussion injuries in them? So out of all their injuries, which ones are concussion based? Percentage wise, NRL. What about like MMA? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should probably be there, but <laughs> it's not like there. Boxing or something. It's something like that. Um, 
Yeah. I, well, boxing's not in there. You'd think it would be. No, um, no one gets knocked out in boxing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, a, what a ridiculous answer. <laughs> uh, it hasn't been I've some code got, of football. I've actually got then, six yeah. here. Rugby is there. Rugby is yeah. actually number six percentage-wise. These percentages are quite close between these ones. Okay. Uh, rugby's, rugby's number six. Um, I guess there's a lot of other injuries in rugby too, which diludes it a bit. Yep. yep. Um, number one is actually ice hockey. Oh. Um, apparently a lot of concussions, a lot of collisions there in ice hockey. Is, yeah, yeah. My, is that from the sport? I, I had a very short ice hockey career at Mont Trocchi to know how, so I'm not too in the know about go. what goes on there. Another one to do with ice and snow is uh, number two is snowboarding. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, followed by one you wouldn't have got either is water tubing. Apparently, what tubing? Very a lot of people get concussed. Uh, Isn't that like oh, okay? Yeah. Behind a boat, you yeah, know, yeah, when you yeah, hit right, a bump okay, and yeah, fall yeah. up yeah. into the air. Yeah. And uh, number five, lacrosse. Oh, that lacrosse. didn't cross my mind either. Uh, no, no, so that was but <laughs> saying all this about injuries, you mentioned lawn bowls before, and I'm not sure it's the most credible site because it then goes on to say that lawn bowls is a really popular game, but a most dangerous sport as well. This game is the highest death claimer worldwide. The players are deeply involved in game to their last breath. They stop at nothing short of victory in their pursuit. Those, those who escape death end up with bruises, torn knees, broken hips and bone fractures. You sure this isn't off like the Batuta Advocate or something? <laughs> like just a full satirical article? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Sounds like Tim Minchin wrote it. But it does say it's nail-biting. But I guess a lot of people playing lawn bowls are on, are on their last yeah. legs. That's what they do. It's sport. Oh, yeah. That's it's true. sport that the elderly do. But, uh, sure, but yeah. It's fantastic. Are you right, Hazel? Yeah, that's it. Moving on. That's very, Thank very you. good. Thank you. That's outstanding. Um, now, Skinnel, uh, this is yep. the segment where we are going to attempt to play some audio that we've captured away from the desk, uh, the podcast, uh, podcasting studio, you might say. Um, so this is essentially giving you some context and how it worked here. Mother's Day, a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday, Haz was obviously with his mother, so we couldn't capture the audio from him. Uh, but Skinnel and I were roped into uh, – trekking up a mountain basically i mean they call it bushwalking but it's in quite an incline so it's not really a leisurely walk i wouldn't say mum's probably grinded us down about it for a long time about how we should embrace it and love walking and to give some context we used to go on holiday and mum would always have this brilliant idea of waking up at 5am to go for a walk which we thought was the worst idea ever Uh, and we seemed to get dragged along on those type of things and Mm. Well, well, I can't speak on behalf of Mitch, but I always found that like I played enough sport where I ran after things that were interesting, a ball or got some, you know, some interest in actually chasing the object. Yep. Why would I just go for like a walk for no reason? Uh, and that's sort of always been my attitude. Yeah, people ask me every now and then on weekends, like, you want to go like climb this mountain or something? I'm like, no, I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. physical activity on my day off. I want to have a rest. <laughs> like I've been playing sport all week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Skin, have you, is there anything you would add to that? No, I'm on the same page. I can't understand walking for the sake of walking. Yeah. Um, so you can see that we were, we were fairly negative uh, yep. with our frame of mind, but obviously given that it's Mother's Day has, we decided if there's one time that we can probably just, I guess, give a little bit uh, in this scenario, then it'll be Mother's Day. So we packed up and uh, we went with mum and essentially, if I can just grab the harp sound, this is how it went. Rightio, obviously Mother's Day, we've come for a walk here with Dizzle and we've got six steps in and Ruby, the dog, has decided to, uh, well, for want of a better term, drop feces everywhere 
early doors, which is exactly what you're after. Skin on, how's your walking experience been so far? Yeah, been good. Looking forward to carrying that around in a plastic bag for the remainder of the two-hour trek. We thought we were coming for a quick half an hour walk, and then um, as, as it turns out, we're actually just depositing it back in the environment. <laughs> Compostable bag, Biz. We'll just leave it there. We'll find it on the way back. There's no chance we're finding it. We did find it. <laughs> we actually did find it. Right, yeah, two minutes further into the trip, and we've also managed to have another one, <laughs> another one of the touring party has got their excrete out into the environment. <laughs> Skittled, Skittled has gone. No, very yeah, early guilty. Sorry, as <laughs> bit of a drive to get there was, was it? not yeah. appreciated by Eloise. Eloise, can you give us some feedback on uh, on your experience there? Well, probably when you're doing a whiz in the bush, don't face everyone. So you can see your <laughs> I was more worried about facing away Eloise from the group behind us. full of skins from Simone Falmawena. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wiz. Here we go. Well, we're now half an hour into the Mother's Day walk. Skin on leading from the front. I'm looking very strong up the front. Uh, We've come across a couple of inclines that were reasonably steep. I'm starting to question how people actually find this good fun. I can see the physical benefits, but really struggling to understand why on a Sunday, the day of rest, people would like to go and put themselves in this predicament, rattling me. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty lost, dude. (laughs) Just here with race leader skin. And we've come to, a, once again, one of these forks in the road where we never seem to have any idea where we're going. Eloise is pointing left, which seems ideal. I feel like mum is going to point up, which seems to be really the main theme of the day. Go higher. Correct. Anyone bring down, Anybody bring Well, everyone, we've essentially reached the pinnacle of mountain climbing up here. Uh, it's pretty good, to be fair. There's a lot of trees. Uh, that you can see in the clearing. So if you're into that type of thing, then you'll really love it. Can recommend. Uh, you can see Morton Bay as well. Dizzle wants you to know. Uh, a couple of key findings. Um, we have probably the world's silliest dog uh, for this particular reason. Skin, can you outline why that is? Uh, well, she's 14 years old. Struggles to walk for half an hour on flat. She's just trekked up a, you know, a reasonable-sized mountain for a 14-year-old dog. You would think she'd worked out that we also have to walk back, so she'd be taking a bit of a break, having a spell, but no, she's quite excited, running around, using up the last of her energy, and then you can lock it in that I'll be carrying her home. <laughs> she, she's planning on calling an Uber, which uh, is <laughs> a real shame. Uh, aside from that, fairly successful. Picnic time, Eloise's shoes are white, so she's pretty flat and haven't heard much from her. Wise words with Wiz. Considering they started black, white's not a good outcome. <laughs> So everyone in really just chirpy spirits up here. <laughs> Thank you, Dizzle, for bringing us on the Mother's Day walk. Look forward to next year. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's get on to some tote nominations. Yeah, so I've had a couple of actually anonymous nominations come in. They oh, didn't want to have a name put put to it, so I'll read them out. The first nomination is for Michael Nessa, a fellow Queensland Bulls player, plays for the Adelaide Strikers and, and the Australian squads at the moment, you know, a few recent squads touring as a backup bowler. And, Can uh, you tell us which squad the nomination was from or even that's – Really anonymous. No, no, it's anonymous. I'll leave it as anonymous. <laughs> we'll say it was Adelaide Strikers. <laughs> uh, so it is for refusing to take the toll road through, <laughs> through the tunnel to get to a Sheffield Shield match at the Gabba for Queensland to save himself $4 and uh, therefore taking himself 60 minutes longer to get to the ground. Perfect. The, the, the That's morning, good. That's morning, a tote nomination. Morning of the game. Total probably, 11. You probably want to get there a bit quicker. But anyway, the second one, another cricketer, of course, and that is Nathan Reardon. Uh, was a very good player yeah. in his time, Rido. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, another anonymous one. Uh, this is for Rido refusing to buy coffee for the boys instead offering them a blend 23. <laughs> um, so basically just wanted to so, make, make, him, make them coffee. Instant. Is that like oh, a pre? Right. But that's not even like a good coffee. coffie. That's like an instant. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of the we got the chocolates barista specials. Uh, okay. no. And I just sort of wanted to point out that Gemma Barsby should be an automatic nomination, as Delissa Kamins told us about how she takes her own vinegar to breakfast at cafes and only buys home brand products. Way back in episode twenty-two, so I thought automatic automatic nomination. Absolutely. And I've also had another nomination for Bryce Street come in from someone else, another anonymous one, um, for smashing free food at the Queensland Cricket Recovery Kitchen every day. <laughs> uh, so Streety does love to get that free food in and I don't blame him. I'm there sometimes as well. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shock, Haz. <laughs> uh, perfect. Well, Haz, we've actually, um, via the website also, we you know that we have been offering sort of the speak pipe service so people can record their audio uh, and we can play it straight onto the podcast here. And uh, Skin and I have been, and you actually, we've all, all three of us have been trawling through them, really trying to stay on top of them because uh, sometimes they do come in thick and fast. I know you find that hard to believe, but they can be hard to stay on top of. Uh, and you'll probably see why soon. <laughs> A couple of people may be doubling up to be confirmed. Um, but uh, basically we've gone through and tried to choose one of our favourites ourselves. Uh, and Skin, my first choice um, is, well, it's about hey, we you. got the chocolates, boys. Perfect. Bay's here. I uh, got a little nomination for the Total 11, actually. Um, and funny enough, it ha- happens to be skin. I got a nice gift from my lovely girlfriend, would have been last year or so, a little keep cup, a little nice coffee keep cup, um, kind of like a ceramic one, quite cool. Had it for a while. Anyway, one day I've come home, Skinner said, look, mate, I've broken your keep cup. Oh, sweet. No worries, Skinner, all good. Yeah, just dropped it, trying to move a few things in the kitchen, dropped it. No worries, mate, I'll, I'll get you a new one. Yeah, cool, sweet, 30 bucks, shouldn't be hard, all good. Um, sweet as, and then a couple of days later, or it might even have been a week, two weeks later, I said, oh, I don't know what I said, I was mentioned something about the keep cup, I think, and he said, oh, yeah, sorry, mate, I'm, I'm actually going to fix it. Like, what do you mean, mate? Like, I don't really want any super glue in me flat white each morning, if that's all right. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna use gold. 
I want to use some gold to fix it. Well, what do you mean, gold? Yeah, yeah, no, like melted gold. Like, I've found out that it's like a thing. You melt gold and kind of like fix it. How is that save money? Yeah, yeah, okay, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, welcome to. Yeah, all good. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think we're about eight months, eight months past that chat and <laughs> keep cuts still sitting on the shelf broken and I think Skinnold's no, been yeah. still mining yeah. for that gold. So if you see anyone down Wellington Point area uh, with a shovel and a spade and a metal detector, uh, it's just Mitchell looking for gold. Cheers, boys. See ya. <laughs> uh, good. Skinnold. Thank you, Basley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely guilty there. Um, I, I'm glad you pulled me up on that, Baz. I do owe you an apology for that. And I owe you a keep cups, uh, so I need to hurry up and get that. But, yeah, my I would argue that it's not really to save money given I was for a few seconds planning on buying gold and a kiln to do it. It's more <laughs> it's, it was it was it's this cool like Japanese art form and it's it's meant to have some nice deep meaning and you fix broken things with gold and they look better afterwards. Um that was my plan. But yeah I hope obviously he's, I hope it's not charging interest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean that's a really good thing in like it sounds really impressive skill, yeah, but you may need to actually do it. Yeah, it was a nice problem. idea. The fact that it's taken me eight months is less nice. Um so I might end up just going down to first coffee and grabbing your one if that's all right, Baz. <laughs> Perfect. Um, now, has you came across one as well? Had a nomination from Adam Hollyoak, as we like to call him, Smokes. And uh, we had him on the podcast episode 31, but he has sent in a nomination. I uh, reached out and, and this is what he came up with. So the guys at um, We Got The Chocolates asked me to give a story or say who I think is the tightest person in cricket. I've thought so long and hard about this and I cannot come up with anyone other than myself. Um <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys know, but I live on the Gold Coast and I've got to go to Brisbane every day. That involves going through the Clem Jones Tunnel. Um, now, it knocks a good 15 minutes off my um, off my drive, but it costs $5.30. And um, I now, I've got an alter ego called Dave. I have a conversation with Dave and I have to say, have you earned it today, Dave? Do you deserve to go through the tunnel? No, you don't, you haven't done enough. So <laughs> I don't end up going through the tunnel. Um, there's not a day that goes by where I end up going through. Um, I think I've been through it about three or four times in a two-year contract. So if that ain't tight, I don't know what is. I can't think of anyone tighter than myself. <laughs> I tell you what, it sounded like he was like at an air- airport or something and the background noise. It was like yeah, a yeah. jet taking off. But um, very, very good. Another self-nomination yeah, has. We have some honesty there. Yeah. yeah, We have seen some good self-nomas. Yeah, Skinner, what did you come up with? What did I come up with? Uh, well, I didn't come up with much, but had an audio file from uh, Luke Feldman, who's who's doubled up. I think we've heard from I him already. I don't think it actually was Luke Feldman, Skinner. Was it not? No. Oh. <laughs> Hello. We got the chocolates. Fook Lelman here, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I have a nomination for the tightest of all time, 11. He's on your panel, Sam Hazlitt. I have it on good authority <laughs> that on a tour with the Queensland Bulls, housekeeping forgot to replace a washing powder sachet, which left Sam in a, in a dilemma. So he had nothing to wash his clothes with. So instead of walking down to the local IGA and spending $3.50 on, on washing powder, Sam decided to use the free sachet of dishwashing liquid to wash his clothes, which resulted in him foaming up all his clothes and it <laughs> spilling out of the washing machine um, into the hotel room. Guilty as charged, has. Look, it, it may have slipped my mind because I just 
you know, I'm so embarrassed about it that I've made myself forget about it. I don't, ima- I don't remember that exact occasion. Now, um, I've certainly used shampoo in the past uh, instead of washing deter- washing powder for no. my uh, for my clothes. Um, yeah, guilty. I'm definitely not going to go down to the local store and buy some washing powder for a five day <laughs> trip. Um, I, I can't remember it overflowing and uh, and bubbling into the on, onto the floor. Um, I wouldn't put it past myself to use dishwashing powder but yeah i can't remember doing it um (laughs) that's perfect now boys we were only meant to um choose one each but i threw another one in which i think you'll appreciate we're going to speak to this man straight after this actually uh but also got a nomination from andrew gody hey guys uh firstly can i say uh the irony isn't lost on anyone uh that lee and has a hosting a podcast uh trying to mention who's the tightest i mean that's uh that's irony if i've ever seen it um but I'd like to uh, second Luke Feldman's nomination for the uh, the tightest uh, eleven with uh, with another nomination for Jimmy Spargo. Uh, great bloke, Jimmy, but miss more shouts than Steve Buckner in the two thousand and five Ashes. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, gang, that's a way with words. That's a way with words. Um, and we're going to hear a few more words from him right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did think that the last nomination that you've just heard there in our tightest of all time list of nominations uh, was actually worthy of having a chat to this man on the phone. Uh, If you're a regular listener of the show, you'll know that we've spoken to him a couple of times. He'd definitely be our most routine guest. Uh, So I'm hoping that Andrew Goaty actually joins us right now. Andrew, have we got you there? You've got me loud and clear, boys. How are we? Very well. Thanks, mate. And thanks for agreeing to come back on. Obviously, Mitch and Haz with us. Good. How are you going? Yep, yeah, yeah good, things. good. Must be running short on guests again. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> just a bit nice to break up our voice sometimes, Gingus, and especially, obviously, given that you're on your Pat Malone at the moment. I uh, thought it yeah. might be a great use of your time. Yeah, it was just uh, me and the dog at home. Um, little fellow's back to his grandparents, and the bride's going to pick him up. So, like I said, just uh, me and the dog. Outstanding. And the dog at home today. Well, did what, we did want to ask you, actually, Gingis, because I'm sure that that's uh, something that lots of people out there could resonate with. How has life been during isolation with a two-year-old? <laughs> well, I know what you're expecting me to say. I, you know, nightmare, can't get out of the house, blah, 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 blah. But he's actually, uh, he's actually been, a, been a little firecracker, actually. It's, we've had a great time um, the last couple of months, so... Um, I don't know what else can you do lots of walks we built him a cubby house actually or my father-in-law built him a cubby house in the backyard so um, it's actually been it's been a nice place for me to sort of hide and have a couple of really quiet beers down within the <laughs> afternoon so it's um, <laughs> no it's, it's actually been um, we haven't really changed too much obviously doing a bit of work from home and all that sort of carry on but um, no, it's been good yeah, outstanding. Does uh, does Dom join you in the cubby house for the beers, or are we wait until he's three for that? Oh, yeah, no, he knows what beers are. I'm just it's nearly to the stage where he can nearly get me one out of the back fridge. But um, <laughs> no, no well, like I said, I'll, I'll take him down in the afternoon. We'll have a, an afternoon settler and uh, watch him run around the sandpit, all that type of stuff. So it's good. Outstanding. And uh, King, if you were, I know you. we've spoken about the fact on the podcast before. I do actually lose track of some of the things we have spoken about and some of the things we haven't, but uh, given that you've obviously been on so many times now. um, Mm -hmm. But uh, we've mentioned sort of your affiliation with craft beers, the fact that you used to hate them and we're pretty big on sort of vodka martinis back in the day and not once have i had that <laughs> <laughs> and transition to beers but you are quite a craft beer lover so what would you be recommending uh for those people that are at home in their isolation times missing pubs well 
I mean, I could run, I could run you through my back fridge if you like. There's a, there's a, a good variety in there R- right now. Range Brewing actually uh, shout out to Mitch and the boys and girls at Range Brewing. They just had their second birthday, so I've got a hand on their uh, samplers. They've got a few IPAs and East Coast IPAs. There's a triple IPA which I can't wait to crack open. That's good. I just um, thought, I actually thought you were giving us a rundown on the weather conditions for tomorrow. The that rain was no, brewing, but apparently not. Apparently, apparently, it's pissing down. Apparently, <laughs> uh, but uh, what what else have I got? Um, I've got Bolter's new one in the back fridge. Oh, I've got a couple from Green Beacon, uh, Garage Project, New Zealand Brewery from Wellington, all good beers. Uh, Lockie Pfeffer actually left the Stone Wood over here the other night, which is surprising. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, anything which is hazy and more than six percent alcohol is generally my go-to. <laughs> Okay. We'll have to go into Alchemy Australia and get them to make some beers. Yeah. Uh, surely next on the priority get list for them. Over there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And then go to happy to sample, I'm sure you would think. Has beer yeah. had, uh, probably not your your particular cup of tea, that is it, for want of a better term. Oh, I can't contribute too much to this conversation. No. <laughs> no. no sorry and about they're a bit, bit, bit expensive for you too, has it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, definitely. Yeah. Was that a little swipe at Lockie Pfeffer being a potential tote nomination there as well, King? Oh, look, he's not bad. Beth, he, um, he, he, he's a quiet one, but no, no, he's, uh, he's all good. He's not in the same realms as maybe a couple of other people. Um, I must be no, the only yeah. wicketkeeper you know that's really generous with their money. Oh. <laughs> 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 you finished, you, you did a nine year uni degree, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately got 180 grand worth of hex debt that I'm trying to get rid of. So. Yeah, that's great. You eat more food than my house than I have. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, Fef, uh, Fef popped around with Jess the other night. They had a little, um, we had a little fire and barbecue and he bought some beers over the night. So yeah, like I said, I think there's one stone wood left out of a, a 12 pack. So we got a bit of a nudge, which was good. Outstanding. Um, and Gingas, obviously it does mean that uh, you haven't been able to go out for any dinners, which is a real shame because um, I actually have a story for the boys. I haven't I haven't got to tell them yet, so I'm hoping that uh, – I've been storing this one up, but like not on purpose, but just sort of speaking to you reminded me of it tonight. Um, but one time that I have been for you or for dinner with you in recent times um, <laughs> was quite one of the greatest stories I've heard. Uh, so we've had a uh, we've had a day in the second eleven game here, boys. Um, where we're in Adelaide, uh, we, we we did some serious time in the dirt, Gingas, didn't we? Like the full first day, we did, we did, and it was like flat, and uh, there wasn't a huge hurry on to what like there were parts where it was quite monotonous. Um, so we've done a long day in the dirt and then finally on the second, well, two days really. Finally on the second day, we got to finally have a bat, Gingas. What number were you batting? Uh, I was at Michelle Pfeiffer, I think. I think he's a five. <laughs> yeah, you were. Okay, yep. So, Gingis comes in at five. Uh, unfortunate wicket in the second last over of the day. Gingis has to go out and face the last eight balls of the day. Right. Successfully right. successfully battles his way through those eight balls. He's on two not out. Uh, great two. And um, we, myself, Basley and Gingis have decided that we'll go for dinner at the, uh, actually at the Jamie Oliver restaurant. Skin, yeah, Jamie's Italian. Yeah, Jamie's Italian, oh, okay. which you'd be a massive fan of pre-vegan days. Yeah, correct. Um, they, they were very good. So we were quite excited about this. Uh, and as we sort of walked in, um, the lady has come to us and said like, hey guys, where would, where would you like to sit? Uh, giving us a little bit, there, there wasn't an overwhelming number of people. So we had quite an options open. And uh, the group that was already in there was just like probably a group of 10 to 12 ladies. Uh, and for some reason, like they all just sort of went into like this big 
just rapture of thunderous applause. And no one had any idea why. <laughs> and Gingus, Gingus would just all so me, Basley, and Gingus sort of like looking over, going, "What the heck's going on?" And they wait, they all stop clapping. Gingus goes, "Guys, please, I'm only two not out." And the best part was that the lady that was serving us, remember Gingus, she just thought we were the biggest tools. <laughs> yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Any, re- I'm, I'm any sure reaction she, from the group? She's the only one, obviously, too. Yeah, that's uh, right. No, they, <laughs> they, they, uh, they yeah. didn't hear us, I don't think, but Bay's um, okay. got a bit of a rundown on some, some really good gear, and I'm sure that poor waitress probably uh, has had better nights than serving the three of us, or the two of us, anyway. Yeah. We then tried to cheese puns when she brought out the parmesan for the next couple of minutes as well. <laughs> oh, so perfect. It's a very entertaining night. Genghis yeah, went on to get 100 good. the next day, so obviously that's the catalyst for... Any, yeah, that must, must have been it. Yeah, that must have been it. Any aspiring cricketers out there, make sure you get there. Tell a couple of jokes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Make, make sure you have it. Make sure you have a heavy pastor and four schooners before you go to that. <laughs> God, <bloody>. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I may as well just keep the questions coming here, Gingus. I guess we'll give you material to respond to. Uh, we yeah, spoke, sure. We've spoken about isolation a little bit, and um, you would be aware because you're such a huge follower of We Got the Chocolates podcast. Um, you cross Absolutely. all the social media streams as well, Instagram, TikTok, yep. which you're big on. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, etc. You would have seen at one point there, Gingis, when I um I sort of gave you a little bit of a wrap, but then managed to include the Alfoil House uh, post in there as well. You remember that one? Yep, I do yeah. vividly. <laughs> Good, <laughs> one of the great days. Uh, isolation yeah. has it brought out any of your crafty best? I mean, we're going back sort of seven or eight years, but you were one of the great pranksters I've ever seen. Have you? Managed to rekindle your love for pranks? Not really, because uh, let me put it this way: if you prank the wife, right? <laughs> like, what, what possibly good could you get out of that? You know what I'm saying? So well, knowing I'm knowing your wife, I'm thinking not a lot. No, not really. Should I give her a good old fashioned listening to for a couple of days? That's cool, so. <laughs> no, so, so not really. Um, no, like, there's not not a lot of great. I guess material to work with. Really, I have to wait till I get back to work and prank a couple of the ADR ladies. Oh yeah, that would, that would definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, what are some of your what are some of your great pranking memories, Gingus? That probably involve one Carlos Jack Leach. You would think. Uh, well, Leach was an easy target. We've spoken about Leachy a little bit. Um, I guess probably the main one was the we, we broke into his house one day. This was a daytime too. This wasn't a nighttime. We normally save our best for night where we'd sort of rock up at about 11 o'clock, lob rocks on his roof, and then when he'd ring us, we'd pretend to be asleep. Oh, hey, mate. Or like uh, at the petrol hey, station. Mate. Yeah. Hey, mate, I'm just at the petrol station. What's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but this is daytime. Might have even been like a Sunday or something like that. We snuck into his house again. Um, and then he sort of, I think, was, I think heard us and was sort of panicking a little bit as per usual. And then... I lobbed a stress ball sort of through the railings of the stairs just to try and make a noise, but it was just unfortunate. He was walking past the time, which I didn't know, and it hit him in the temple, um, <laughs> only to be, I guess, it, where are you? <laughs> 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 and then, <laughs> so that, 
had to give ourselves up there because we couldn't stop laughing for about three years. So. <laughs> we were rolling down the stairs. Just, the best part was that he'd been so conditioned over the like <laughs> the two months prior, the, us breaking in every single Thursday mm-hmm. night, that he was just so conditioned that as soon as anything went wrong in the house, he just knew that it was us. <laughs> You'd think he'd learn to lock the doors and windows eventually. but <laughs> I think he tried. He slept, but... <laughs> he slept with a cricket bat and not for the love of cricket. No, definitely not. <laughs> he was just He was just very, very concerned. Um, Perfect. Um, and getting since you, you follow us so closely on social media, you might have seen a little post about um, some anti-vaxxers in the, particularly in the NRL recently. Um, which mm-hmm. I, I know you follow the NRL. I was wondering if you had any any sort of sharp words for anyone out there, or, or what side of the fence you sit on in the anti-vaxxing debate. Well, I think it's a pretty obvious one, really, isn't it? Like oh. they have 40, 46 tattoos, but don't want to put a needle in their arm to, to say <laughs> just. <laughs> to, 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 to save, you know, to save, I guess, A, the game, otherwise they can't get back playing and their kids and all that sort of stuff. So, look, I mean, each their own. Like, everyone's got their own opinion. I get that. And it, it's far for me to judge. But, I mean, oh, surely that's a pretty straightforward one. Um, I, I don't know. It's it, it, uh, how, do you, how do you have an opinion on something that really isn't opinion worthy? Shouldn't it be straight down the line? That, that's my opinion anyway. But each their own, I guess. Yeah, no. Well, I agree. I was just hoping you would put it in in such fine words as you do when you've delivered. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. you, can ma- you ma- maybe ed- maybe edit the cocaine bit out, possibly, but anyway. Yeah. Or edit it in if you. Or edit it in twice. Yeah. <laughs> <Make a song laughs> into- just duplicate layers. <laughs> yeah, you could probably turn that into a song, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. How's yeah. describing as we go? We haven't heard from him for a while. He's penning a new chorus. It's been too long since we did a, uh, did a, a, yeah, we a song. Have, we've got some parodies mm. ready to go too. We just need some sport back on so we can sing them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. You can't exactly do uh, parody songs of Chinese ping pong, can you? No. Oh, no. Well, actually, we did one. From, we have done one by the Ting Tings, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's where what, you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's probably... That's probably up there, ready to go. Um, and, uh, while, while we were talking about rugby league, we probably should ask you, Gingus, with uh, NRL coming back soon, uh, how are you placed for Supercoach with the season starting back up? Rates yourself uh, very highly, Gingus, in Supercoach. Well, it's not even the rate, it's, it's factually correct, Um <laughs> So, no, it's last two years, I haven't missed, I haven't missed the top 1,000 last two years, and I don't think I'll be missing again this year. Uh, <laughs> We've only played well, two um, rounds. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm well aware that I'll probably end up in the top thousand. And again, I'm I'm happy to bet large sums of money that I do. So, um, yeah, if that's fair enough. Um, no, it's sitting well. I, I must have been on chomping it a bit for it to get to get back on. I guess like the rest of it, any sport really. But uh, the footy, I mean, winter in Australia's footy, isn't it? You know, I mean, whether it be AFL or rugby league. So, yeah. I, I, we're just I'm waiting eagerly, and I can't wait to watch all eight matches that first weekend back. To be honest. Should be good. Great news that uh, they've they've changed the trades for the first round, where you can make five trades now, and uh, haven't yep. actually lost, haven't actually lost any in total. So uh, it's going to be trades galore, and no no uh, state of origin rounds to worry about your trades with either. So. I, I, I see. Uh, this is where I guess we'll disagree. Agree to disagree. Has I, I, I actually don't like that because I think it rewards mediocrity. That's my opinion. So, yeah, I, I do agree. Right. I do agree. I mean, I probably think for the, yeah. the betterment of the game, it's not a great idea, but it does make your lips nah. lick when. Uh, but you lick your yeah. lips, I should have said. Oh, jeez. Uh, There's no, a lot of licking going no, that's, on there. That, yeah, that's, that's, no, that's quite sexual, has <laughs> I usually associate you with just bulk sexual <laughs> chat, has, but you yeah. brought it in. I like the extra string you've added to your bow. Uh, now, I, I would have been happy for less trades and smaller 
for this particular round because it actually rewarded people that started well and sort of knew what they were doing. Um, and then, but I mean, I see what they're doing because obviously, you know, there's going to be a shitload of people affected by this. You know, people, you know, well, people like the end of actors not might not be playing. People come back from injuries, so like people, I guess, plan for injuries and plan around injuries. Oh, I actually quite like the buy period around Origin and. The last few years, that's where I've made up, you know, a lot of ground on people because I'd planned for it, but obviously that's not going to be there. So I think I, I see what they're doing, but I don't like it personally, just because I think, like I said, it rewards people that have started poorly. All of a sudden, they can catch up a lot easier than possibly what they could. But anyway, should happen. Do you think that'll make it harder for you to end up in the top one thousand then? Like if there are suddenly oh, a lot of people probably, doing better? Probably probably not skin, I'll be honest. Oh, right. Still backing yourself. Good. <laughs> I think I think the only player that's missing for me now is David Fafita that I'm gonna have to trade out. But other than that, I'll be able to use the other four trades on a few cash cows and you know, like me, I'm not really searching for points, I think, which is probably a poor thing in in, in terms of the game. No, I'm more you're, looking, you're, I'm more looking to make you, cash. I, I was going to use searching for money again, eh? Yeah, that's me searching for money. So that's, sure. that's why I'm doing Supercoach as well. What injury did David have to... Why was he, David, for putting uh, the he feet his, up? He got his menis- he's, got a, he's got his meniscus cleaned out. Oh, so yeah. he's um, missing the first couple of weeks. But no, I've I've, like, I've made my five trades at this point. I'm just waiting on one or two more things to see what happens. Um, I've got Fafida in there yet. I'm hoping he sort of comes back early. But if not, I'll have to change one of them. But I won't reveal too much. King is, you know, I only, I only just, uh, I really asked that question just so you could hear my pun and you didn't hear it. So I'm just going to yeah, say it one more time. Up, I got it. Okay, no, no, good. no, I got it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. You don't, don't worry about it. I got it. I just don't think you get it sometimes, Kingus. That's the real issue. Yeah. It just gives you no, the reaction it, yeah, it deserves. It's me that doesn't get it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding. Oh, well, Gingus, as per usual, this is one of the better chats that we'll ever have. And it just so yeah. happened to be on the microphones as well. What a pleasure. No, well, it was good. Well, I, I actually share a bit in common with, like, you've had a couple of good guests on recently, hey? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. John Millman, holy. That's yeah. A good, that's a good grab, that, hey? Fantastic, that's actually. Fantastic. Isabelta. Very good, um, very well, good tennis player. Um, we've actually, well, uh, we actually said something in common. So he beat Roger Federer at the US Open, and, and like him, I've never lost to Roger Federer in tennis. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> Lee, have you ever beat me in tennis? Um. Oh, was there that one time that's uh that slips the memory? I think I may have gone down. Nah. Did I? Or no, nah, I don't think you've ever actually won a set. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds more likely. It was quite difficult when I kept getting yeah. lobbed three times per game. Yeah, don't worry. She's still just learning. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, We probably need to give you some context of that joke as well. I'll quickly summarize. Myself, Gingis, Kathleen, Gingis' wife, uh, all playing tennis. I've framed one over the fence. Me and Gingis at this point had actually been playing a bit of tennis. Kathleen was trying to learn. Gingis hits it to me. I frame it over the fence into the next person's court, interrupt their very serious game. And when they looked over staring at me, I said, oh, no, sorry, guys, she's just learning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Gingis, as per usual, we appreciate your time, mate. Say goodbye to everyone. No, thank you, boys. Thanks for having me again. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when you're running out of guests again. Perfect. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Bye. Gingis. Yo. Had to, we had to bring you back because there was another question that I obviously forgot to ask you. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Go on. Some of the great organisation. Well, I was just going to... Yeah, well done, everyone. There's <laughs> really only one person that could be blamed for that. Skinnel. Yeah, um, definitely. Well done, has Good <laughs> job. <laughs> um, no, we were, we were going to ask you, Gingis, because we know we've, we've had you... Uh, you're a big fan of sort of some Eddie Betts. Uh, yeah. And Skinnel, obviously, is banned horse racing chat. Um, but I, one came across my desk today that I feel like um, you might actually be appreciative of. Is now, you can't hear this... You can't hear this little hilarious background graphic that I'm saying that I'm playing here, the background sound. But it's actually just uh, some audio of a Scott Morrison presser. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what we're wondering from you is uh, your novelty bet for Scomo's first word at the next press conference that he holds. Um, we've got some of the odds. Yeah. In, got some of the odds in front of us here. Have you had a chance yeah, to peruse? Actually, is that one that you're all I'm, over? I'm 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 well versed. Uh, I, I must admit, I have. I'm a regular of the sports bet website. I don't, don't know why. I just sort of keeps accidentally opening on my screen. I don't know why. <laughs> um, uh, look, oh, I mean, obviously good. It's hard to beat. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. I was having a little scroll down. Um, you could do worse things than chucking a little rock lobster on right, righty, righto, or rightio. Oh. At, 50, <laughs> at $51, like, you know, you start like right. Good morning, everyone. Well, right's still the first word, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few, there's a few word ones. Yeah. Aloha, Jesus Christ, two hundred one. <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> Won't be having a flutter there, Gingus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you reckon Scamo's, Scamo's looking at this list and trying to pick a word that's not on the list, or picking know. one that's right? Oh, I reckon, so. it, I reckon he's more likely to be looking. Possibly, I don't think he is. But if he was, he'd be silly not to have a little nibble at his tie colour. I mean, that's easily fixed, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's, only, there's only X amount of, but I mean, you must admit, it would look quite silly sort of walking out in an orange tie at 21 to 1. Yeah. Or, has any? or at 51 to 1, he wears a bow tie, like he's going to a school form. <laughs> that would be <laughs> outstanding. Has any Prime Minister yeah. ever been done for match fixing before, Gingham? Uh, I would not have thought so. <laughs> Well, I'd hope not. It could be the first. It could be the first. I've actually got a transcript here from uh, the 14th of May, 2020. So not that long ago, his last presser started That's with four days ago. Yeah, he started with this. This. Yeah, what's this well, paying? Hold on. This is paying eight dollars. That's firmed in eight dollars. Yeah. Okay. Market um, mover. <laughs> market mover. But you're exactly right. Uh, we have we have heard a good good afternoon was the uh, was the yeah. other one the one from the 15th of May. Um, there's a few good options there, isn't there? Well, like, there's a welcome. There's a welcome in there on the 12th. Yeah, of May. welcome looks really good. Twelve dollars. That looks not bad. That's tasty at twelve That's as well. Tomorrow, I don't like sup. What's up? And was <laughs> up? <laughs> uh, uh, are quite poor. I'd imagine. I can't yeah. see what context Even he's how? using. How? Yeah. How? Sixty-seven dollars. Uh, <laughs> you could have worse bets than that. Yeah. Well, if yeah. he comes yeah. in and says, "How are you going, guys?" Yeah, chuck a little Pavarotti on that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think with our tote segment running at the moment, we've figured out that about 98% of our listeners are tight asses. I'm not sure any of them will actually be placing bets. Like <laughs> no, but, but a couple uh, of them might put $2 on Duna at 101 or something like that, which is outrageous. Why, though? I can't think of any context yeah, that no. he would use Duna. Duna? <laughs> I don't know how you even start a sentence like that. No. No. Nah. I'm struggling. Nothing at all. All right, Giggs. Nothing. So you're locking no, in. Good. What are you going on? You're locking in. Look, I'll have something, right? I'll have a little something. I, I don't mind. Uh, what was it? Was it fifty to one? Wasn't it right? Yeah. At fifty to one. Okay. Or fifty-one to one. Yep. And I'll yep. have a vert a virtual P 
Pavarotti on that to win me 510. Okay, perfect. Oh. Love it. Yeah. Love what you've done. You're literally giving away life secrets here, Gingus, making people money. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Right. And not, not just my wife. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, well, Gingus, I might say goodbye to you for the second time and call you back soon. No, righty. I'll, I'll speak to you after my shower. All right. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, Bye. Welcome back, guys. That was our chat with Andrew Goatey. Uh, and as per usual, he does find a way to just be very, very eloquent with his words. Uh, great to have him on for the third time. Uh, and a voice that you probably need to get used to hearing because uh, we sort of seem to go to him just to break up our own voices because <laughs> we always know he's going to have some sort of content to produce. Um, I've got a confession to make, boys. I sort of wanted to say this at the time, but I felt like we moved on really quickly. Um, I was actually the one that posted the Bryce Cartwright meme, uh, but I also have not had the flu shot. And hadn't really intended on getting it due to the fact that when I got it last year, it was the sickest I've ever been in my life with influenza. I don't know if they correlate, uh, but I feel like if I'm getting something that's meant to stop me getting influenza and then I get influenza, that doesn't make me want to go back to the shops for more. Lethal. Oh, I'm on Bryce's side. Not you no, too. No, not really, Bryce's no. side. I really wish you gave Goaty a chance to, <laughs> to rebut that because I'm sure he would have done a better job than me, but no, I think you've got the wrong side there. You wrong definitely side. are not getting the flu from the flu shot is one thing. And once you get the What's flu What's the flu sh- shot meant to do then though? It gives you a, like a weakened version of the, the virus or a dead version and then your body knows how to kill it without you getting the symptoms. Right. Um, but... Once you get it, you might not be actually immune for a couple of weeks after you get it right. until it gets through your system. Um, I've heard, so I've heard. Uh, mm. But but yeah, I def- you definitely can't get it, get sick that badly from getting a flu shot. Okay. Not to mention the fact that just like one anecdotal piece of data from what happened to Lethal last year doesn't is not enough to rebut the entire like scientific research that has been done on this and sort of come to a nice a nice strong conclusion. Well, I was pretty strong go. with my conclusion. And you can you can, up and get it. You can still get sick after getting the flu shot, like not because of the flu shot, but from something else. And you can still get the flu, but just mm-hmm. a different different strain of the flu. I guess the one thing that maybe changed my mind today <laughs> is that I did read somewhere that um probably like I've been slightly too individual with my look at it. In the yes. fact that, in the fact that it probably like actually helps the rest of society as well, similar to sort of being isolated in coronavirus times, yeah. uh, that you sort of need to buy into it. And I guess that's the reason for the Bryce Cartwright outrage is because it puts other people at risk as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of. Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole point of vaccinations is like a to build a nice little herd immunity, and that's sort of the whole blow up around the coronavirus is like everyone's saying. Like, well, I don't mind going out and not social distancing because I'm young and I'm not going to die from coronavirus. But like, it's no one really cares about you. Like, it's it's about the general population and not passing it on to people that are at risk of dying from it. All right. No, I'll so see you down there tomorrow. Yeah, if you could be considerate of that, lethal, that'd be greatly appreciated. All right, I'll go and grab it. Thanks. You've changed my mind. Well Fantastic. Um, well, guys, that can only mean one thing, really. What a serious way to end. I liked it. It's good. Um, we are back to wrapping up with a bit of best on ground chat. Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, thoughts are 
you've managed to evade it for another week. Frick! Does <laughs> <laughs> that keep happening? Why? I thought well, it was very good. You hung up on Goaty like before asking him the key question. <laughs> and we that was building suspense. Skin. I'm the hype king. Has and I gave you the benefit of the doubt of like we thought maybe it had run for too long and you didn't didn't think we had time for that question, so we just let it play on and then realised you'd literally just forgotten to ask it. You've, um, you've certainly gone backwards on the buttons tonight. Oh, you had yeah, quite better, but poor, tonight yeah. hasn't been perfect. Been There's been a lot more to do on the buttons tonight. Yeah, got to say, but I still don't that. think that's yeah. helping me. Yeah. Now, Mitch has said very little. Probably one of the little little. As few as he's ever said, I'd say. Um, but I'm nearly—I think I'm voting for Mitch just because he's been done. He's done such a lot of work. So, uh, he's done so much work uh, with the merchandise this week and getting the merchandise up and running for people to buy clothes. So we've just had seven more orders in the time that we've been recording. By the way, oh, so, so I've just checked my phone and well, helps. there is another one so ready Mitch to go. Mitch has so. built the hype. He's built the. Uh, the online store. Yeah. And, yeah. Thanks, Hans. I appreciate that. Also got struck with the tennis ball quite hard yesterday for TikTok fame. Yeah. So. And recovered and backed up with an episode tonight. So. <laughs> That's right. Could have been ruled out with workers' yeah, comp. Exactly. No, very fair. I'll take that. So Mitch has got the votes. Yeah, it's good. You're going to have to update that board. He didn't bring it over, but that's yeah, okay. Got it. uh, that. It's been an exciting episode. Obviously, Merchandise Mondays, as they're known. Um, mm-hmm. So we have run a little bit over time, but obviously, Haz, do you want to lead us through just the first part of the wrap-up here? Yeah, so if you enjoyed the show tonight, and even if you didn't, but uh, <laughs> hopefully you did, make sure you give us a rating and leave a comment wherever it is you listen to us, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is. Um, and look, we don't care how much you spray us or slander us in the comments. Um, They're actually funny to read. <laughs> yeah, but please give us a five-star rating because a one-star rating just ruins our chances of uh, making it up the podcast rankings and, yeah. and becoming relevant. So. How about we do this? You know, leave us a five-star rating and then we will read the funniest comments with the go along with those ratings on our next podcast episode. So jump on, okay. give us a five-star rating, throw plenty of banner in the comments and we will search each platform for the best bands we've received. Right. Outstanding. I reckon that's good. We can just read them out and yeah, that's that's perfect. Because okay. currently probably in the podcast rankings, we're sitting about where Bridges uh, <laughs> in terms of the most exciting sports. So I'm going to try and get up there a little bit more. Get to where they're sitting in the most boring sports. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That'd be perfect. Um, okay. Well, and the other thing that you need to know about is the merchandise is available. Who knows for how much longer? I mean, they really are. Like, we've just seen three fly yeah. out the door without hot us cakes. even packing them. They are going like hotcakes. Uh, as you've heard, Skinnels put on a clinic there. So please, guys, rep the merch for us. We'd love to see you in it. And obviously, uh, take a photo with you wearing it as well, using a couple of the hashtags, wear the chocks and got the chocks. Uh, and we will definitely notice you on Instagram and be happy to repost any content that you're happy for us to use as well. Um, that's about all we've got time for, guys. Uh, from all of us here at We Got The Chocolates headquarters, all three and the dog. Uh, Thank you very much for being with us on your Monday. Well, it won't be a Monday for you. That's a mayor. (laughs) (laughs) On your Thursday, midday, midday, (laughs) anywhere between Thursday and the following Thursday. Um, All the best. That's a clinic. Well done, Lethal. See you guys. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.